the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca, and today I'm on my way to a lovely local Sunday car meet on the Sunday following Festival of the Unexceptional, because clearly the 1,200 cars that made it to Festival of the Unexceptional yesterday weren't enough for me. So I'm off to uh, some more car stuff again today. Uh, The joy of having uh, a bulk amount of annual leave so I can make the most of my weekends and the events that are on. So as I said, yesterday was Festival of the Unexceptional, our very first ever Festival of the Unexceptional. And, um, And as with most people, the podcast this week is going to be about our experiences there. So we'd heard about how good the show was uh, in previous years. However, we had not booked in. Um, The tickets were released uh, quite a bit earlier in the year. um, And it wasn't until uh, Sunday night of last week uh, that I posed the idea to Jamie about us going. Um, Obviously, recently we've got his Spitfire and uh, I suggested that we kind of book the Spitfire in even though it was in need of a little bit of work and some spares that were on the way uh, from uh, the various Triumph spares people and if the the work was done then we could take uh, the Spitfire and if it wasn't then Peggy was uh, a fairly acceptable backup. And unfortunately, the spares were a little bit delayed in getting to us. Uh, The part that he needed was out of stock at one place and they hadn't let us know. So then it was a case of uh, trying to track them down from another place. And anyway, that's not what we're here to listen to today. So we've got the parts, but uh, that'll be what he's working on uh, to get done for a future event. So Peggy ended up uh, on Friday being... uh, cleaned up very, very quickly and uh, being our steed. We set off pretty early on uh, Saturday morning. It's not too far from us. We're really fortunate that with our location, we're quite, we seem to be quite close to a lot of these sorts things and uh, it only was going to take us about 40 minutes to get there Um, so we're really fortunate in that regard Um, but I'd seen the size of some of the queues and things that were there for getting in last year Um, and while they've moved the entrance this year I thought if we get there a little bit early we might not have the issue of sitting in the queue um, Set off from ours about 5 to 10 to 8, stopped off for some fuel, and uh, then it was kind of a, a truck up the A1 until we pulled off through uh, to Little Vitham and into the Festival of the Unexceptional. And it was really nice that kind of a few miles out we started to be followed by some cars, and uh, in Jamie looking through uh, the rear view mirror was like, 
are they unexceptional um, and they were indeed uh, some unexceptional vehicles on their way so we had uh, a lovely little uh, convoy uh, over which if you listen to the podcast before you know is one of uh, my favorite things about uh, those last few miles on the way to a big show following that we were filtered in through a um, kind of three-person system which meant that we were mixed up from the people that we kind of convoyed in with and ended up being just two or three cars um, behind Hubnut's Fairmont AU uh, Betty and uh, I spotted it uh, quite quickly from its very distinctive rear head uh, rear lights um, and so managed to get some footage of us kind of following in uh, a few of the cars and it was nice that um, we weren't sat in traffic after that point it was just a nice drive through the grounds of Grimsthorpe uh, to uh, the main display area time that we got there I think we were probably all set up and uh, parked up for about half nine if not a little bit earlier which is the official start time we got to Grimsthorpe not long after nine and um, we were at the time maybe two or three rows from where they'd started parking people uh, so once we would got ourselves nicely uh, parked up and set Peggy up with her picnic blanket on display and the little sign in a window um, and given a wave to uh, Ian from Hubner and Carly and the dogs. Um, we set off to kind of the two rows in front of us to gradually work our way up through the uh, cars towards the concourse area as the cars were coming in. Now, as I said, it was our first festival of the unexceptional and I'd seen loads of pictures from previous years so kind of had an idea of what to expect but it really was something completely different to most car shows that you go to. The sort of cars that you find pulled out uh, and brought to this show really are something completely different and we were spotting some really interesting vehicles that uh, I'd never seen before, I'd never heard of before or cars that I was under the impression there wasn't that many of um, but yet there was quite a few coming out of the woodwork. Um, a particular favourite car of mine was a Hillman Avenger Estate in a gorgeous kind of tealy blue colour that had a beautiful green interior um, bar one chair which he'd had to swap out to get reupholstered recently and a green roof and uh, talking to the owner it was one that he actually used pretty regularly being quite a practical car for going to the hardware store and so on but I don't think I'd ever seen a Hillman Avenger estate outside of a museum before uh, despite growing up with kind of roots cars and, and going to roots car events um, and then not only that I saw several other Hillman Avengers and a Hillman Avenger, another couple of Hillman Avenger estates which was just brilliant to see. There was quite a few Renault 5s which we took some photos of and sent to 
our friend uh, Dom, who's obviously recently got his uh, Renault 5. But you kind of meander up through all of this and there's so many kind of cars that you, yeah, you don't see at other shows and you're also lacking cars that you typically see at lots of other shows. Peggy was the only Morris Minor uh, saloon. Their two travellers turned up a little bit later. Um, but it's usual that there's, uh, when you go to any other car show, you'd find loads of Morris Miners because they're so common. Um, so it was quite unusual. In fact, I think it's probably the only show you're going to be outnumbered by protons uh, than compared to a, a Morris Minor. Uh, and it was just brilliant. I almost felt a little bit guilty for bringing a Morris Minor uh, as such a, uh, a common car these days that survived so well because so many of these cars that we were seeing on display haven't su survived in the numbers uh, that so many of kind of the classics uh, have because they, they've been used and abused and then often ended up unfortunately in the scrappage scheme. There was also uh, a great uh, display of many, many Citroëns. Uh, again, uh, something that I've spoke about on the channel is my love of Citroëns that go up and down. And not only did I get to see so many CX, well, one CX, uh, quite a lot of BXs, um, uh, a couple of DSs, uh, but I also got to meet uh, Rich from uh, up and down vids uh, and see one of his uh, BX's that was unfortunately quite a warm drive up for him. And that's the other wonderful thing about this event is that it seems to draw in the large majority of weird car Twitter and you're able to put quite a few faces to names. Uh, we wandered our way up through the cars that were arriving towards uh, the concourse section and uh, managed to get to uh, the concourse section and have a quick walk around some of that which is where we found last year's concourse uh, winner's owner uh, John uh, while his uh, black knight was parked outside uh, the concourse area with a with a plaque acknowledging that it had previously won not quite the uh, fireworks pyrotechnics and the uh, picnic blanket from a Datsun Cherry that he'd been promised on Twitter the night before but um, it was a suitably appropriate place for uh, last year's very deserving winner uh, before it had to pass its crown on to uh, the, the new winner later on in the day and having not been there last year I hadn't seen John's uh, Black Knight ever, so in the flesh anyway, I've seen it on uh, online, uh, so it was great to kind of have a good look around there and look at all the wonderful little details that he's put into the car, uh, like the pen and the bear and things uh, that really caught our eye. The concourse area is obviously not what you'd find at, at any other show, you find such an interesting collection of cars in there. Um, and cars that I'd never heard of uh, that were just presented so beautifully and you knew that they were probably one of not many left um, 
that had been, and certainly probably the very best example left of the one that the ones that there are. Um, and some of them were in there in far better condition probably than they ever left the factory in. And it was wonderful to see so many people so passionate about these cars that they've got such real memories with. After a wander round that concourse area, we started to realise that there'd been quite a few more arrivals. The area kind of behind where we were parked had filled up completely and they were now sending cars uh, down and past where we had started. So it was a case of uh, walking down this way uh, and trying to find uh, some more interesting cars uh, and working our way back up again. Um, and there was so many lovely cars in this area that had arrived that little bit later um, because they traveled that bit much further. Um, among them being kind of uh, Katie, who's uh, wrenching wench on uh, Twitter, had bought two of her cars along. Again, cars that I'd seen online, but not in person. And unfortunately, I didn't get to uh, meet her. Um, I must have missed her at some point uh, during the day. But it was uh, fantastic to see the cars and uh, particularly her VW with uh, its new steering wheel in place. Uh, unfortunately, later in the day, she had issues with the Audi uh, and its uh, radiator. But hopefully she had uh, as good a day as we did that kind of made the stress of that uh, worthwhile. A little walk back up to uh, what I think they were calling Cortina Courtyard, uh, where all the food was, uh, to grab some lunch. Uh, the food options at this show were absolutely amazing. They had a great selection of several different food trucks and uh, the options that were available were really good. And the queues weren't too bad as well, considering just how big the event really was. Um, they, were, they were getting through people really quite quickly. We went for some really tasty noodles um, and then went and sat down with Steph, Joe and Fred to uh, eat our noodles and uh, just take the weight off our feet. Because I think by lunchtime I'd already done my 10,000 steps on my Fitbit and uh, still had the rest of the day and more walking around to do. So it was nice to have a sit down uh, and catch up with those guys. As we were getting up from eating our lunch, we spotted uh, Ian and managed to catch up with him as well. Um, he's got Fixing Assets here on YouTube and uh, it's we've not managed to kind of see each other at any shows this year unfortunately um, but it was really nice to catch up with him in person and again this show seems to be excellent for that and it's one of those shows where for the first time in a while I felt like I had time to film and take the photos that I wanted to talk to people and also really take in the show and the atmosphere itself um, because it's so well laid out it's just about the right size I suspect it's going to keep getting a little bit bigger and a bit pop more popular because there is a little bit more space outside Grimsthorpe Castle that they could get a few more cars on if they wanted. Uh, but that's probably any much bigger than this and I think you'll be far too exhausted to actually take it all in 
uh, appropriately. Not long after lunch, uh, we went and wandered around a few more of the cars, spotted uh, some more uh, later arrivals, um, and I went to kind of walk around some stuff and take some photos now that I've pretty much put my filming camera away. Uh, and Jamie sat by, kind of by Peggy, but a little bit away from her in the tree line. Um, and it was really nice to hear that whilst he'd been sat there, there'd been a few people who had kind of come up and enjoyed Peggy, even though she probably wasn't what they were expecting to see there, um, and kind of taken in uh, the little description that I put up in her window, which was really nice. And he said it had been good to see people uh, interacting with the car without kind of realizing that he was watching uh, in a non creepy way, obviously. Um, and so if you're one of those people who's joined us following kind of seeing the car at festival of the unexceptional thank you very much uh, i hope we can persuade you to uh follow or subscribe depending on where you're listening to this on and uh join the lovely little community that we're gradually building here on the passenger seat podcast now whilst i'd been wandering towards the um i think it's the manor park classic stand I'd heard from their speaker uh, the voices of um, Paul Cowland and uh, Charlotte Bowden and uh, I managed to work out that they were over on the kind of stage in Cortina Courtyard. So I headed that way to uh, go and have a listen to them kind of having a talk with Mike Brewer and uh, John, uh, the owner of the Proton uh, Black Knight. And um, it was really nice to kind of stand there and have a listen for a bit. It was Charlotte's first kind of time doing live stage interviewing. Um, and it was really nice to see her doing excellently at that. Um, and great to catch up with her after she came off the, the stage. Um, I hadn't seen her since she'd done her big uh, drive round uh, the four points of the UK for charity um, so it was great to kind of catch up with her following that I'd had a little scroll through um, Twitter and uh, there was mention of a marina marquee behind the uh, castle and I hadn't really realised that there was anything behind the castle so we'd gone for a little walk. There wasn't anything on in the marquee at the time, um, but it was nice to just have a little break uh, and explore the gardens there, because you are at a really lovely location of Grimsthorpe Castle. We're fortunate enough to live quite locally, so we'd been there previously uh, with the Singer Owners Club for a show last year. Um, but it was really lovely to kind of have a chance to have a wander around the lovely rose gardens and uh, toperies and, and things like that. And there was a nice little bench where we were able to have a sit and, and rest our feet some more. Between kind of much earlier in the day when we'd gone around the concourse area and uh, then 
there'd been a few more concourse cars turn up so we went back into the area directly in front of the castle for uh, a look at those new arrivals um, before it was kind of getting towards the end of the day and we all headed over to the main stage area to hear the announcement of the various winners. What was really nice about how they announced the winners is that there was lots of honourable mentions and uh, the announcer, Danny Hopkins from Practical Classics, made sure to kind of tell us all a little bit of a story about the various cars that were getting these honourable mentions uh, and it gave some really nice context to the cars uh, that I hadn't known just walking around them um, and that that was really nice to kind of hear some of the quite exceptional circumstances a lot of these unexceptional cars had resulted in surviving in order to be there and at concourse on this particular day. The winner was a lovely Vauxhall Astra Merit that had come all the way down from uh, Edinburgh and uh, was a real credit to the owner and uh, was just the, the perfect end really to the day. We had a kind of slow walk, tried to wave to a few people as we were heading back to the car, pack ourselves up not long after that because we were really quite tired and also uh, we've got stuff going on with our bathroom at the moment so uh, we had to head back home to grab some clothes and uh, things to go and make use of my parents bathroom uh, that evening and um, yeah it was it was nice we, we had a little sit in the car and kind of watched a few people driving off for a bit the car that had ended up parked between myself and uh, Betty uh, the Ford Fairmont had gone so uh, we sneakily moved Peggy over to get a picture of the two cars together um, because they've been at a few shows together but actually never been uh, parked next to each other in a way that I could have got a photo so that was quite uh, an unusual uh, thing to have been able to achieve I suppose um, and then it was uh, the drive home which again for a little while was marked by the excellent aspect of being followed uh, by several cars that were at the event. So yeah, that was our experience of taking Peggy to the, our first Festival of the Unexceptional. It was a really great day and I highly doubt that it will be our last time uh, at the Festival of the Unexceptional and I suspect that we will be uh, buying our tickets a little bit more early and eagerly next year and perhaps even considering trying to take two cars along um, and loading them up with a few of our friends as well because it's quite an interesting day and I think even non-car people can really appreciate uh, the sorts of cars that end up at Festival of the Unexceptional because they're the sorts of cars that they might well remember uh, quite fondly from their own childhood. In fact, we ended up parked a couple of cars down from a Citroen Xara Picasso, which I remember my parents having one of when I was maybe eight or, or so. And uh, whilst I'm used to seeing cars that used to belong to my parents at car shows, 
is not typically uh, the moderns that we had um, when I was younger. But yeah, if, you, if you're hesitating or thinking about uh, whether you want to attend next year or make the trip, perhaps it's a little bit far for you, I'd highly recommend it. I suspect even if it moves next year to another location, although I really hope it doesn't, um, we'd be tempted to make uh, a good trip of it over there because it was such a fantastic day, so lovely to finally meet so many people um, and to see their cars and um, yeah, just a really well put on event, well organised. They clearly work on uh, in feedback and issues that have arisen from the previous year such as kind of the, the getting into the show um, side of things and, and that's really great to see with these sorts of events. They're not kind of stuck in their ways, they're ever kind of moving forward to try and make it as good of experience for everyone as possible. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. If you've been watching on uh, YouTube, I hope perhaps you've enjoyed uh, the footage that I've put in for you as well of all the cars so that you've got a glimpse of the sort of things uh, if you weren't able to go along or it's been nice memories for you if you were there uh, at the weekend but thanks ever so much for listening in the meantime drive safely and happy motoring